Hello and welcome to the Narrowgate podcast. This is Orly, your host again. It's only two days to Christmas. Happy Christmas, everybody, and I hope you're enjoying the festive season. Okay, um, so this is a free, I'm giving this out free for the Christmas season because uh, I feel that um, Christmas is a very emotional time for most people and it can be quite difficult and a lot of emotions will come up, um, whatever. I have learned over the last few years to use Christmas as a nice reflective time for me because my parents aren't alive anymore so I don't have that sort of need to be at home with my parents. So I, in the last few years I've really um, enjoyed um, peaceful Christmas where I go to all the services at the church or you know, go to mass as well. This year I've been going to mass more. So as I say, uh, you know, I can be ecumenical. I, um, I'm enjoying the church, uh, Catholic church here in um, Hanoi because of the beautiful singing and choir and very faithful and a beautiful priests. And so I'm enjoying that. So, um, you know, I'm riding the narrow gate, so I don't, just write fluffy, happy Christmas things. Um, you know, uh, it is a time where we think about relationships. It's a time of reflection. And if you're not in a time of reflection like me, you may also uh, just be feeling a lot of emotions. So, and that can be hard because I've also been in that situation where I've been in a relationship around Christmas time and I've had family around and, um, you know, a big family. So I'm, I'm used to both. I've had the big, loud Christmas with 15 people at the table and, you know, having a boyfriend and all that kind of thing. So I know the highs and lows of Christmas. And so that's why I like reflection time. And so this Christmas I have not been, I wasn't actively looking at relationships <laughs> it wasn't really a plan, you know, but when you take time out, you will, um, it comes up, you know, that's how the spiritual journey is, the spiritual healing journey. If you're open to healing, you don't have to always dig, but you do have to make space. And in this time, I have found them uh, looking back on some relationships that didn't go very well and one came up and then the other one reminded me of one before that. So I wanted to share in this article, I wrote it in an article, but I'm also writing it for two re uh, speaking about it for two reasons. One, because it's good for people to hear my voice and how genuine I am about this, how hurtful this was for me. And I know people are born using ultimatums uh, to rush, speed up a relationship and others are receiving ultimatums and not knowing what to do about them. And it, and it could be in a time like this where somebody might issue an ultimatum because it's Christmas and you feel emotional and everything. They might do it around a wedding or something as well. It can happen, you know. I've heard men saying, and, and the funny thing about this is, you know, I'm a woman talking about people, uh, men issuing ultimatums to me, but it is actually more common the other way around. It's the, it is, I think researchers even said that it is usually the woman. Um because they want to have children and that. And I didn't ever really have a desire for children, so I never felt that pressure as much. Um, so I think that 
made me a little bit kind of relaxed in relationships with men and they couldn't understand why I was so relaxed and not wanting to run down the aisle because I wasn't trying to have a baby. So, uh, and nowadays, some people find that really hard to believe that a woman wouldn't want a baby. So all these things are going on and the man thinks, oh, she, she, sure, she's getting old now and I want to have a family. And he probably hasn't even asked her, does she want to have a family? And they probably haven't even had that discussion. And yet there's this pressure to move the relationship to the next level. Um, so I want to talk about this today. It's Christmas, you might find yourself in this situation or it might have happened to you and you just couldn't make sense of it because it actually took me many years to figure out, well, what actually happened? Like we were in love and then we were finished. So that's very painful and, and difficult for people. And um, so I, uh, I'm willing to share my story, not because I like sharing, but because why not help people who are suffering? Nobody was helping me. I was just on my own. I mean, I was going through these. I had family. I had parents. I had siblings. I had friends. Nobody was really kind of sitting and getting into the detail of why. I got a lot of, oh, why can't you commit? What's wrong with you? Look, come on. You know, don't, why don't you want to get married? There was nothing, no question about, well, what are your dreams and goals, Orla, in life? Like, nobody asked me that. Nobody, friends, nobody. It's just assume, oh, you have a good-looking boyfriend who has a nice job. And I'm sure, you should be delighted. So, uh, you know, I, I come from a different sort of thinking. My mindset's very different, and I have a different mindset, and I can't figure that out now because I'm in my 50s, and I realize that... I had a different vision for my life and uh, I was hoping that some man would actually engage in that with me and sort of listen and want to know what that was and sort of work together, you know, so that I could keep my dream and keep my vision and keep my myself in the relationship. But if you're in a relationship with people who don't want to know that side of you, they just see there is a girl... She's at the age of having a baby. She'd be good for me. And, you know, she's okay. You know, I think she looks okay, you know. I'm supposed to be totally flattered by this uh, and totally delighted because somebody has chosen me and I should just skip down the aisle with them and not have any discussion about, well, what's happening between us, you and me, like... Forget about the image and your parents and society and your mother once you married and you want the photos and you want to tell all the lads that you got a girl. Like So it works on both sides. So I want men and women to hear this. The men like to have the woman hanging on their arm sometimes and they don't always want the woman to have an opinion, a life, a dream of her own. You know, this, and it was very clear with one man the last man, uh, I, I'm not using their names, obviously. I'm not out to attack anybody. I just want to help people. And it also helps me to talk about it. Put it out there. Who cares? Who cares? Let's move forward, everybody. Let's change. So I'm putting it out there and saying, well, this man was from a kind of 
a tight-knit community. And um, that was important for him to look good in that community. Whereas I wasn't. I was a little bit more of a free spirit and I wasn't tied up in community. There was a community around me, but I was never into that type of thing. Uh, you know, hanging out. I wasn't in some big sports team where I had to be part of the team. And, you know, so I was a little bit more individual in that way. Uh, so when I met somebody who's tightly um, attached to community and image and what we must do, and it was all planned out for me and I didn't even know it. And I was just like, what? You want me to just land in there? do that live there do that oh okay you know it's just like very strange for me so i was trying to process these kind of things and this is what's happening in ultimatums so here's why uh, in ultimatums there's this kind of fantasy that the other partner has or they have an idea of where the relationship's going like with the women i say a lot of them are like, yeah, I'm going to get married and have a baby and he's going to be with me and we're going to have five kids. And we're going to have this. And he's just sitting around having a beer and, you know, going playing a game of golf with his friends. You know, <laughs> he doesn't know that you have that big plan. Okay. So for me, I was kind of more the carefree girl who was like, I'd just come back from Australia. I'd traveled for a year. I'd lived in England for eight years. So I was kind of a free spirit myself. And um, I wasn't looking for a relationship, so it really wasn't a good time, you know. So let's just have a quick read here um, before I go on. He loves me, he loves me not. So I thought that was very appropriate because that's what it's all about, an ultimatum. But the person issuing it, giving it, wants to know, well, does she love me? Does she not? Does he love me? Does he not? I don't know. I need to find out. I need to find out. So they've probably been up all night, <laughs> you know, getting frustrated. <sighs> My God, she just goes around. She doesn't, here I am and I want to get married and she doesn't care. But sure, she doesn't know that you want to get married yet. She doesn't know, like you haven't put it out there. So that's the way it was with me. These men wanted to get married, but I wasn't really on the same page as them. I just thought, well, aren't men supposed to, isn't it women that put all the pressure? Like, you know, I was from the, I was fine. And I thought, well, I'm not going to get pressure from men because men don't do things like that. Only women do things like that. <laughs> so I was in for rude awakening that um, I was getting the ultimatum coming at me. I wasn't ready for that. Okay, so I'm sharing this because I want to help people, okay? So first of all, I'm keeping it kind of brief. What is an ultimatum? An ultimatum, I just took from the dictionary here, is, uh, the Longman Dictionary. It is a threat saying, a threat, imagine a threat is quite strong, saying that if someone does not do what you want by a particular time, you will do something to punish them. Now, I think a lot of people, I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt here. I think a lot of people issuing ultimatums don't really consciously know that they're punishing their partner. I don't think they've processed it. It's kind of an unconscious act, you know. It's not like uh, an ultimatum, um, you know, 
where which is a more active one if somebody's an alcoholic and somebody says to them in the job if you come to work drunk or smelling of alcohol you're going to be fired okay so like that's an ultimatum that's very clear and um you know a, a manager say of a company would have those policies put in place okay so that's very active and they've thought about it and it's conscious but a lot of people with ultimatums it's subconscious they're just frustrated they want the love they want the relationship they want the dream but they have no skills to put that together they don't know how they're just frustrated what's wrong with her i've done everything and now she's just not falling at my feet wanting to get married and and there i am i'm using myself as an example and there i am going oh he's lovely isn't he he's really nice you know, I really like him. He's so nice. That's what I'm thinking, everybody. That's where I was. Wow, I'm very lucky to have a boyfriend like that. I, gosh, they're really nice to me. Gosh, they're so nice. I didn't know they were angry. I didn't know they were getting frustrated. They didn't show it. They hid it very well. And then, bang, ultimatum. They get angry, yeah? So they had been, this had been brewing in them, but I didn't know about it. So before we go on any further, when is an ultimatum a good thing? Not all ultimatums are bad. They can be used, as I said, to control or monitor or manage bad behavior for some, for in the cases of somebody who might be drinking, drug taking, gambling, or engaging in fraud. Something that, say, if you're married to somebody like that and it's destructive for the family and naturally you don't want anybody, your partner, husband, or wife, if it's in a marriage, you know, to be getting drunk, coming home, spending money, all that. So an ultimatum is a good thing there. So the wife could say to the husband, for example, she could say, if you don't stop drinking, you leave me with no choice but to move out with the kids. You leave me with no choice. So he knows I have to stop drinking or else. So it's fairly good. It's very useful. But when it comes to a romantic relationship and you fire one at somebody who doesn't know it's coming and you're demanding that that person loves you and marries you and, and you're like, hang on, I haven't processed this yet. So why ultimatums destroy a relationship? They destroy a relationship because it's manipulative tactic, tactic followed by a punishment. So there's nothing loving about it. So if you were going headlong this Christmas or New Year, I'm just going to lay it on table to him or her, okay? I'm just going to lay it on table. Because this is what happens. They come and they're angry. And you're just like, you think they're coming around to have coffee or something. And they're coming in and they've had it all planned out what they're going to say. And so it's not really nice when you're on the receiving end of that, okay? So it's not loving. So if you think you're going to do that, I'd say stop now. Stop it. <laughs> there is another way. Okay, it's frustrating when your partner is not on the same page. And I know, I can honestly, I put up my hand. I don't mind being used as an example because I ha have been very immature in my life. I don't mind people saying, God, she's so annoying. Like she's just flipping around, doing her own thing. Yeah, I was like that. You know, but I did love them. That's that's what I'm saying. I did love them, but I needed to be reined in a little bit. But 
they didn't know how to do that. So they just got really annoyed with me. And I didn't understand what was going on. And then I got my heart broken because, you know, but we have this thing in life where people say, ah, serves her right. She learned now. Ah, she won't do that again to the men. And, you know, people used to say to me, oh, you're breaking men's hearts. I didn't know I was breaking any heart. Just a bit clueless. But seeing as I was in that relationship, for example, and we had got that far, you know, say a year together, I wasn't that bad. So we'd spent a year together, we had lovely times together, and I was not fully ready to move to the next level. So I'm just saying, if there's anybody out there that you have a partner, a man, you know, you're a man and you have a woman and she's like that, or you're a woman and your man is like that, you're like, I thought he loved me, but he's just like not committing. They don't know that you're there yet. They don't know you're at that stage. And because we all have our own baggage from behind, we think it's obvious. But we would have had parents who didn't communicate to one another their needs and their wants. And, you know, John Bradshaw used to talk about magical thinking in dysfunctional families. Like, honestly, that's what was going on with me and the guys I was with. Well, was I supposed to just magically know that they wanted to get married and that it would magically happen? No, it, like that's what they thought because I was attracting what I knew, which was that magical thinking. Nobody discusses anything, but it's all supposed to work out. And even he talks about it. If you listen to John Bradshaw, I haven't listened to him for years, but if you listen to him, he'd talk about people saying to you, ah, don't worry, it'll just all work itself out in the end. It doesn't just work itself out in the end. It's a lie. So I think we're now in a time in the world where we're beginning to say, wow, we were fed a lot of lies. No wonder my relationships never worked. Don't worry, it'll all work out in the end. No, it doesn't work out in the end. You have to learn. You have to go out there. You have to figure it out. You have to communicate. So those two men that I could have married, which we didn't marry, and it's fine, and it's like I moved on, but um, they had to go to the next girl, obviously because they want to get married. And they had to go and somehow learn how to get married. Now, either they went and found a girl who would submit to their ultimatums or their pressure, or they got some help and they kind of learned how, you know. So basically, ultimatums are not good, okay? So they're usually, the reason is because the relationship has come to a dead end. You see, it's come to the end. So you have one partner who's still cruising along, happy enough. Like me, I was the one cruising along. This is not bad. It's okay, you know. And do this for another year or two. You know, that's just not really thinking about it. But the other person is ready, so it's coming to a dead end. So there's problems in the relationships. And an ultimatum means there's a problem. But coercing your partner um, is demanding demanding what you want and it is not good so don't use that practice there are other ways and um, 
Basically, I could talk about that again the next episode, but very briefly, if you want to know quickly, oh, is there another way if you're in a painful situation? Yes. The other way is to create connection. Because when you come with your ultimatum and you're angry, you shut down that love connection, you see? And so you kind of got, you put their, their back up a bit. You just barged in there demanding something from your partner who didn't expect it. And now your partner is all confused and upset and, uh, and wondering, why are you doing this? I thought you loved me. And so now you've messed it up. They thought it was good and you've messed it up with your ultimatum. So the only way, and it will backfire on you if you do it, the only way to retrieve it, and usually they're too proud to then go back. Because if you said an ultimatum, you're going to look like a right idiot if you don't follow through. Isn't that it? It's an ultimatum and I'm powerful and here I am. So now if you go all soft, you're going to feel like a wimp. So you've lost the game then. So now you've just set it up for a disaster. And um, that's how it goes. So it it, it harms the relationship. Why? Because it breaks the trust. The person receiving it loses respect for you. It harbors resentment. It leads to future anger and control if you go ahead in the relationship because you've already damaged the trust there. And if the person goes ahead with you, well, they know that you might pull that fast one on them again. And it only creates a short-term solution because basically there's a root problem. You're not Both of you are not dealing with your, your issues And the only way to deal with them is one if one opens up the conversation. So rather than an ultimatum, you need to have the courage, the courage and the strength, the emotional capacity to open up a conversation which is difficult. Because it's difficult because you have to be vulnerable and you have to say, I, uh, I love you and I feel that you're not in this with me. I feel that I'm giving and you're just swanning around like you don't care. And I do care and it hurts me. Now, that's very difficult for someone to say. But if they don't say it, instead they just live without the relationship and that's the end of it. Very painful. So ultimatums, they betray the intimacy in the relationship. So, uh, for example, when that happened to me, I was a little taken aback. You know, because in both situations, I would say it was the same. And I'm sure it's the same for all you out there who have had someone give you an ultimatum in a relationship. You really thought the relationship was quite sweet. You actually thought it was on a good, you thought it was in a good place. Now, I know that's not, maybe it's foolish or whatever, but that's where you were in your thinking. You thought it was, you kind of thought it was okay. You didn't think it was terrible. Maybe you weren't all planning to get married, but you were okay with how things were. And then someone comes in to issue this ultimatum and you're not happy about that. Because you didn't see it coming for a start 
so in a sense you're like do i even know this person i thought everything was fine and now it's not it wasn't like you had a fight it wasn't a, like oh you you did this you hurt me no they usually they just come in and there was nothing now some people are more specific with their ultimatums you must marry me i want you to marry me you know by christmas well I suppose that's a little bit more direct, you know, there's a time schedule and they know exactly. But some ultimatums are quite vague, as in my case. I Mine was very much with the two men that I was with. The ultimatums were like, do you want me? Want you what? What, what does that, what's the package? <laughs> like, what's in the package, please? Do you want me? That's what they say, do you want me? Well, yeah, I do want you, but what does that, translate as I mean you know like long-term relationships are not just about a kiss and a cuddle like what's in the package what do I mean by what's in the package it's like well where are we going to live uh oh what do you like to do um will I have to move somewhere to live near you or will you live with near me will we be traveling with my work or your work uh you, your company is going to send you off to another country? Oh, let me see. Well, I'm at home and I like being at home with my mother. Hmm. Okay, you know, there's loads of things that have to be considered. What about if you're going to have a family? Well, do you want to have children? And what about your values? The main thing is your values. Well, are you, are you serious about going to church every Sunday? I want to grow as a Christian. You know, you could be a new Christian and say, well, I don't want to just now to run off with you, get married in the church and forget about God. So are they going to follow you on your path, your Christian path? What do they do? They drink? How much do they drink? Do you think you like that? Do they hang out in bars and clubs? You, do you want that as you're going forward? You know, what do you believe in? What's important, especially with children? What, you know, how are you going to bring up your children? What are your views on society? What do you think of all these issues going on with, in society? Are you okay with all those? Because we have to educate our children. So you want to know if you're going to have children. Are you going to tell your children that it's okay to do this, that, and the other because society does that and it says it's okay? Or are you going to take a stand and say, well, if I marry you, I don't want my children to come out of this house with all these crazy ideas. So men... If you are the ones issuing the ultimatum, this is what the woman is trying to process. This is what I was trying to process. What, what am I going to do in this relationship? And the same is with the men. A man doesn't want to be henpecked. I don't care what you say, guys and girls, about uh, women say about equality. Men do not want to be under the thumb. They, they don't. So if you're going to take his power away by setting an ultimatum, he's going to feel like a wimp. And if you take that away from a man, then you've taken away the relationship. So that's really stupid. Sorry, stupid. <laughs> I had many men in my life as well that I might have liked. You know, I met guys all along the way. I was always of the fact like, well, well, you know the way they used to say years ago, if he's not into you, he's not into you. 
<laughs> Let's be realistic. So don't go chasing people who are not interested in you if it's at the early stages. But if you, I'm talking about if you've actually had a relationship, so you did love each other and you do love each other, and then you get to this stage, very difficult if it's not navigated properly. And that's really what I wanted to share. I hope you find this useful. Um, I'm amazed that I'm sharing these things, but sure, I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not in my 20s anymore. So this usually happens around those years when we're not fully mature and there's just not enough education around. And if your family have not been fully healthy in, in, in communicating how relationships work, well, you're going to have struggles with that. So I really, really want people to know this. There is a lovely way that love could um, blossom. It's very possible. But if we don't have it and we don't know how to do it and we're blocked emotionally, and I will admit that I was blocked emotionally. So, you know, as I did share, I had depression at times. I also wasn't able to bring up the conversation, but hence I was the one that wasn't ready. So I'm giving myself credit for that. It's like, at least I acknowledge I wasn't ready. So if I wasn't ready, I wasn't going to have that conversation because I wasn't emotionally there yet. But the one who's giving the ultimatum, they, if, if you're given an ultimatum and you feel you're ready, well, then you should be able to have the conversation. You should be the one opening the conversation because you're the one that's ready. And so if you're ready and you you only have to show them that you love them and that you're willing to war work with them to bring it into a more mature relationship eventually. But if you're forcing them, they won't come. Nobody will come. So if you do it slowly and gradually and keep the affection and keep the love, they will come eventually, gradually, slowly, the right way. So I hope that's helped you. Have a happy Christmas now and we'll talk to you soon. God bless.